Now we're going. Who made this song? I did. I who, did. Who orchestrated this? This guy. Man? That guy's a. That guy's a weird nerd. Guys know. Guys know he's up to. What a. What a week. Sunday, championship Sunday. We got Holger Rune. We got Holger Rune versus Felix Alger. They're seeing the two hottest names on the tour right now. Agreed. So. And we got Medvedev and Shapovalov too. Happy Halloween, everybody! Appreciate you guys for tuning in. It's, uh, October thirtieth. Sunday finals, huge day in on the uh, for the tour. It's like normally I feel like I was tuned out by this time, and the tour didn't really matter. It felt like most years the ATP finals is kind of decided. You kind of know where everything sits, but this this home stretch of the season has been electric, and I think almost as electric as the Erste DJ, the Erste Open DJ. <laughs> Whatever you're playing, I need that playlist for for our office. We need that energy on on Fridays. So if you want to go ahead and fork that over. T- uh, t- Tennis Point USA on Instagram. We would love that. The guy's bringing the juice, and you said you you saw Holger over there rocking the get head, head bob. getting the little head bob going, and just the energy in the building was was big time. So, no, shout to Holger Rune, a Pure Tennis Podcast fan, a guy that uh, he's about to play a final in 10, 15 minutes, and he's over here retweeting us and uh, favoriting our tweets. I'm like, I guess he's getting in those last uh, Twitter searches. He's dialed up. In the locker room. He knows, he, he knows who his fans are. He does. That's true. I was just, I was shocked. I looked at my Apple Watch. I'm like, notification from Holger Rune. He's, I'm like, don't you have a match in 15 minutes? But it's pretty cool to see that he's he's always been very aware. At 19 years old, he grew up, obviously, in this era where social media and stuff has just been a part of his life since he was, I mean, probably can remember. So just very interesting. I feel like he's always been very aware of his presence on social media. I feel like he handles himself extremely well on, like, Insta- he's very he's very open with his fans. You know, he kind of talks about his feelings. He responds to all the comments, and he's just, I don't know. He's probably remembering, too, when he talked to us that he called out he was going to win these tournaments, and now he is. Because he, he won last week. Now yep, he, he won I mean, in Stockholm. I think he's going to get Felix today, honestly. So I think that that's, I think it's doable. Wow. Um, I like the hot take. I like it. What, well, so you think he's just... I just feel like Felix is similar to Tsitsipas, mm-hmm. or maybe not as good as Tsitsipas, but kind of similar lanky player. That no, Felix same. is playing better tennis than Tsitsipas for sure. Right, but Holger Holger went through Tsitsipas, Pretty and I feel like he's going to go through Felix in the same way. Just kind the of only thing slam is his back Felix in. is so good at serving indoors. Like The serve I, I was, was nasty about, yesterday, it was, too. It's just disgusting. Like, indoors... He's spot serving so well. I mean, he's throwing pace, obviously, but when the pressure's hitting, on, too, he's hitting spots. Like, yeah, and his aces are coming because he's yeah he's hitting huge. Like Carlos had no answers. I kept waiting for Carlos to kind of. He had nothing. He had nothing. He had no. He had no answers. He aced him away in the last game too. Aced him away. And Felix is just so poised right now. Just so confident. He's uh so he's he won Florence Antwerp in the chance a chance to win his third straight final. Um pretty crazy so, so he's hot too because he needed all this for the atp finals so they're both really hot right now it's the two, they're so it's, hot right now. it's the two hottest players on the tour i think <laughs> i mean shapovalov is, is up there but it's not he hasn't been to that level yet so when holger came on our podcast i thought it was pretty cool that he was very transparent with what his goals were i think some of these guys you ask them what their goals are they might tell you like they might throw you a bone here or there but whether it was with his body with his what titles he wanted what his ranking he wanted like all this, all these things, he talked to us about it, and he wanted three titles this year. 
He's got a chance for his third title today. Yeah, it was a great interview, too. So if you go back and listen to it, it was a great interview. Yeah, Excellent. It's a good shout. So, and, and now with our, well, we, got new, we got a new microphone. We got our, our posters are finally framed in that Hobby Lobby. I'll go pick them up here soon. So we're going to show off the whole studio so Big you guys can kind of get a, uh, the, whole, the whole vibe and setting of this place. It's pretty cool what we're going to do in here. YouTube is going to be kicking, so check out the YouTube and if you're on YouTube, check out the Instagram. But no, anyway, I think what Holger said was super impressive. He was just had turned 19 years old. Yeah. And he already had this vision for his career and what he wanted to do with, like, kind of keeping his coaching staff tight and, like, just tight knit group that is kind of he, he trusts a lot. And I think in early in his career, he was known as this cocky kid or arrogant or controversial kid. And I'm like, he is a teenager. So, like, let's just hold the horses a little bit. What, let this guy grow up in front of our eyes because he, I mean, he hasn't. This is just his first experience, kind of traveling the world as a top 100 tennis player in the world. He's like everything's still new to him, and the pressures are new to him. So of course, I mean, I don't think. When I got that, he was just. I mean, I'm a 43 year old person, and I just, I captured that he was just so focused. Even like you know, take like being mature enough to say that like when you get beat in tennis and how destructive that is to your like just your ego that he just gets back on the court and just goes back out and just keeps working through it. And like, that's what all those, all those post loss workout sessions that you see Holger doing on his Instagram page Mm -hmm. where he just got beat. Then he's out there the next day, just slamming balls. I think it's paying off now. Isn't that cool? But isn't that cool? It is paying off. hundred percent is paying off. And it's like, he, he's been transparent with just showing the details going to the game and talking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, that's the coolest part. It is. It's It's inspiring. It it is. At at 19 years old, his work ethic is unmatched. Yeah. He practiced with Rafa Nadal in Cincinnati. We got to watch that up close, and he wants those moments. He wants to see what the other top and best players in the world and best players of all time, what their work looks like because he wants to match it, and he wants to match that intensity, and I think that's why Rafa gave him back-to-back sessions because he was like, this kid's focused and dialed in and wants to grind with me, and he's going to put the work in, and he's going to match my my level. So super cool to see, and, I mean, his level is there now. He's number 18 in the live rankings. That was a goal he set out. He wanted to be top 25. He's well inside there now. And the calendar hasn't even flipped yet, and he's he's got a chance. So heading heading into the next gen finals, I think this has got to be your favorite. I mean, he's he's the guy right now, and yeah. he's just he destroyed Sissy Pass in the Stockholm final. Yeah, just hit him off the off the just court, beat him off the court. What, the, what, the difference in his game. If he beats Felix in that same manner, I think you put him in like 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 he. I mean, it helps that his his doubles partner was Alcaraz and seeing Alcaraz go to world number one I think you just know in your back of your head it's like that was my doubles I used to hit with that dude like I can hang that's well said I think that's 100% what it is it's like it's all about it's all mental at this at this it level is. you said mental. that all every time it's all just like the difference between the guys in this group and this group and this group is just like the way that they think exactly it's 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 your mentality and it's your confidence and Holger's confidence right now is in another level I mean the stuff that he like the shots that he's hitting right now. He had a tweener yesterday, the half volley pickup tweener. Yeah. He had the nasty volley where he came to the net like a little bit late. He's he kind of hesitated, comes and just picks that like diving backhand short drop shot volley. Like, yep. Yeah. And he just yep. his, his reactions are what what make it. Well, for and me. it's just all the mid court shots too with a good. That I was noticing too is just that he just never he never let him get off his heels. He's no. just slamming no, he balls. Yep. His like just his conservative plays were just like slams. I mean. So he was down. I have to. I'll, I'll fast forward to the end of the match. He goes down six two in the in the second set tiebreaker, and I was I was getting ready to go play tennis myself. So I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I, like I'm, I don't want to watch the whole third set. I want to go play. But I was like, <laughs> hold up, guys, give me like ten minutes. And, they, and I had my I had Ryan, my buddy, come in t- come inside. I'm like, 
watch this. This kid's going to come back. And I had this weird feeling. I'm like, he got he, he got pissed off. He started swinging out of his shoes on the backhand. He was swinging into bigger targets. He wasn't trying to hit line, but he was swinging into huge targets. But he's hitting the ball so big. And that was like the way he took out his anger because he was pretty pissed off there to start off the second set tiebreaker. Uh, Batista Goot got a net cord. And you're like, oh, it's this yeah, is I'm this done. Is three. This is how it's gonna happen. Down six two, he starts just the, how smart he played for for being 19 years old, and how he constructed the points to get back to six all, and then take ultimately take it eight six. I I could not be more impressed with what I've seen from this 19 year old. Yeah, and I, honestly, I, I'm on the same boat too, is because like I don't think Batista did anything wrong. I just feel like he just like I thought he was playing out of his head. Too. He, I mean, it was <laughs> that like... was ridiculous level of tennis. But the front court game for Holger. From January, when we first talked to him, till now, I mean, it doesn't like that. That's the that's the difference. Like to go from where he was, he started the year at one hundred three, one hundred three, and now he's eighteen. It's like that jump right there. A lot of it has to do with the serve has gotten a little bit beefier. He's his forehand. He's tagging the forehand a little cleaner. His backhand has been exceptional. Not cramping up. Legs not are, cramping legs up. are staying fresh. And then his focus in the front court with picking up half volleys and finishing like. He's anticipating so well, and even when guys get a look at a passing shot, it feels like he's jumping on the net. So it's like you better like you better have a topspin lob to make sure he doesn't close too tight because it's all working for Holger, and he's got a big title here in Vienna. Yeah, that's gonna be. You a think good he one. takes it? What's the scoreline of today's match against I Felix? Think, I mean, I don't think Felix is gonna lose his serve. I mean, Felix is dropping. We're, about to, we're gonna talk about Felix here real, real soon, and it's. I think it's gonna be incredibly close, but I just feel like the like the edge right now. If it, it comes down to like on the on the possibility of a break happening, it would go to room. So you got what I'll you got seven seven six six four. Yeah, that's um, that's a good. I'll, I'll seven, put it there. So Felix, on the other hand, I'll, I'll hold off on my prediction for a second. I'm always wrong. 20, so you got you got the 19 year old <laughs> versus 22 year old Felix Auger-Liassim. 22, absolutely. Who is who is? But he what about the, what he's done at the end of this year? He's amazing. I mean, he is like so. This we had a, we had just talked about how like Felix. We just I, mean, I just don't see where his like I can't. It's hard to predict where his like ceiling is because like and then he just blew up. We so. did say that. So I remember like I was what like a month ago. It was probably a month a ago. Month, I remember saying like I don't know what his ceiling is. I really can't put a finger on it. But the serve we the, we always said that the serve in was the forehand. There. I yeah. we, I knew the the serve plus one ball was as good as it gets. I I knew that. Yeah. But as far as like constructing and finishing and like. In, a, in a, like a way that he can come to the front court and knock off like that consistency of just stringing points yeah. together is what has kind of taken him over the top in my opinion the last few weeks here it's like he, there there was a big battle for that last spot at the ATP Tour Finals I mean even I was talking I was on I was talking to Grusk on the mini break like this was a big battle for the last couple of weeks but it's like Felix has just erased the competition I mean her, yeah, no her doubt. and Taylor Fritz. And center, I mean, like they had, they have to bow out. Like yeah, he's, Felix is, he's taking it. He he wants to get in there, and he looks highly motivated and highly focused. I mean, the looks that he's given his camp, it's I, maybe I look too much into that stuff, but it's like it's not like a like holy crap, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's just like focus. We're here yeah. and we're, we're taking over. And, and he even said it after the match against was it Giron? He said it was the best match. Of, or no, who was it against? He said it was the best match of his Bublik. life. Bublik. Was that who he said it was? Mm -hmm. He said it was the best match of his entire life, not just of his like professional career, but like the one that he, the best match he can remember. He's yeah, I mean the the, the serve on Alcaraz to put him away and with the aces because I was just, I feel like the momentum had shifted into Alcaraz's favor. He's down and the crowd's clearly behind Alcaraz, mm -hmm. and then for him to just come out drop three aces in the last game, just 
just put it like just put the, put the put the whole match away. Yeah, put the like, clamps on. It's yeah, over. It's over. Good night. Doesn't Curtains. matter how great you're Curtains. playing. Like you can't hit my serve. <laughs> it was awesome. Like I'm, it is. That's such a like. Yeah, I mean, I think it was Carlos's uh, Instagram caption. He was just like, "I tried. I I I, I tried. I couldn't do anything." Like, and that's what it looked like. It was like. Yeah, it looked like that. It, it looked like Carlos just didn't have any answers, and Felix had all of them. And they, I, I was just. How like he's striking the ball beautifully. I know it's an indoor hard court, so there's not any slams played in that scenario. But a, a, a ton of confidence he has to have, kind of heading into Australian Open and ATP Tour finals, because he's gonna be in there. I I thought Fritz and Hubie Hercotch were gonna try to battle and have a. I thought the Rolex Paris Masters was gonna matter. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna be the case. Well, and Medi's back now. Do you want to talk about that? Like, yeah. Cause, like, so my prediction, real quick, before we move on, we, we're gonna talk about your boy. I know, okay, you're, sorry, sorry, I know sorry, you're excited. Yeah. No, no, I big Medi guy over here. But uh, <laughs> so I'll give me. This is a tough prediction for me. I, I would like to you're taking shop. We're taking the uh, Felix. Well, let's put a fr- let's put a friendly bet of a dollar on this bet on on this match. Absolutely. absolutely. So let's get. Uh, I'm going Holger Rune seven six six four. Okay. Okay. Um. We're doing total games. So total I have, games won. I have, to, I have to take Felix because okay, we got Holger. Okay, but what? But how? What's the score? We have to go with yeah, how many games you're off by. So you got you have Holger by three. Yeah. So I'll take. Give me Felix, in three. Okay. I hope it's I, selfishly. I want it to be three. It starts here soon, so it's gonna be an electric morning morning for us. Give me Felix seven, six, three six six, two. I like it. I like it. I that's like it. it. That's that'll be a great final. I hope that happens. So, guys, tune into the action. I'm sure you guys will be. And if you're listening to this, eight thirty. We'll, right? we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get a recap out there. But um, electric stuff from both these boys. Let's head over to the other final in Basel. Yeah, yeah. In, in uh, yeah, <laughs> in, in Vienna. In Erst. I I I got these. Duke. I, I was getting Duke Erst. <laughs> so this is we ha- we just headlined Basel, Swiss indoors. Now we were headed over to the Erste in Vienna. Yeah. Um, Veen in Veen. So Medvedev versus Shapovalov today. Big time uh, headline headlining match there. Just to have two guys of that, I mean, freak athletes. I mean, Shapovalov finally clicking again. Medvedev in his second final of 2022. I didn't see, like, he, he just had his, his, uh, his son. And it seems like that. It did something for Medvedev, like it, it kind of regrouped and made him kind of like lock back it? in. Was that what it was? I don't he, know. He looks like he. I mean, he put he, just, he put away Dominic Team, which is you said Dominic Team is back. Dominic Team is Dominic Team is back. He put away Yannick Sinner, who was basically has the best match of the year still. Yep. You can say kind of I mean, he, he little, took, got a little whiny butt, but he, he destroyed Sinner. Like he ripped he ripped yeah, right ripped through him. him. He ripped everybody. Yeah, he, he ripped he's ripped Igor. everybody. Ripped Dimitriov. And he's gonna rip Shapovalov too. Although you think differently, because no, I I said I think he Medvedev wins. I think Shapovalov has enough weapons to to hold tight a little bit though. But so Medvedev, I mean, I, I'm not gonna like act like he had a baby and all of a sudden his ten, it magically comes back. But I think it does something for these guys that are so used to competing so hard and fighting every day so hard. And it's like that. Yeah, they have a wife and they have a girlfriend or whatever. But it's like I think when you have like. You're, you're doing it. You're kind of, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a father, so I, I can't I speak am. for it, but I am. You, you, you can probably speak to this better, it's, much you're better right. than you're I am. You're right. You're spot on. No, you're, I just I feel like he's spot on. at a different focus and a different, he's playing with a little bit more in it or something. I don't know. I can't put a finger on it, but I haven't seen him this dialed in and he seems to be like the old Medvedev. So I'm happy to see that because his level is 
extremely fun to watch when he's like this. Oh yeah, I mean that's interesting though because I didn't even I didn't know that his baby had him and, just happened. Him and Rafa had a kid at the like the same week. At, uh, it seemed like. And if that's the case, because I mean he, I thought that he was kind of nursing that like ripped up abdomen or whatever. Like he has a hernia. He might have been in the stomach that. That sucked. I mean, you can't play tennis with that. So I feel like Novak, definitely no, Novak chopped him right. Novak, yeah, <laughs> Novak cut him apart. That's what he does. He, no, he, he did, puts he did, people he did, in body bags. He wanted no business of that third set. He, yeah, he does. He like, wanted my no. stomach cannot handle it. <laughs> but like the, if that's the thing is like you just maybe you know he's find out remembers what's important. Tennis is that thing because he does exactly. look. He does exactly. look like old Medvedev. He's like, I think that's what it is. I think he just up, remembered what like his cutting his, people low, hitting top spins, hitting weird shit. And he, like, the way he was like torturing Dimitrov. Torture. I mean, he was torturing him. Like, like Grigor's just face playing with him. at the end of some of those points. Oh yeah, Grigor's face was just like distraught. Like, what what am I doing out here? Type of look. Like, it's like, why am I chasing these balls down just so this guy can toy with me? It's and like, that's the thing. Like, Medvedev is like happy to keep doing it. Yeah, like, it was oh, just like every single thing is like that's what Ruthless. he he likes to do to people. Yeah, he does putting people <laughs> left to right, left to right, front to back, and then like you think you're in the point and just waiting for you to just die. And he did like four times. Those goofy looking ground strokes they so work, goofy. man. They are just. Guys, check out Tennis Legend on social media, on Twitter, Instagram. Some guy did an <laughs> Im- imitation horrible. of Daniil. It's pretty mm, good. It's money. I mean, like... The, the serve the, looked great. The, the serve, serve looked yeah. exactly like... like. inside-out finish on the serve. It doesn't make any sense, but... Um, so that... Medvedev comes in great form. But let's talk about Shapovalov. He's shirt? Got, Do you want to talk about a shirt? Or no, Dmitriyov yeah, shirt. All of their shirts. Before we go to the... <laughs> all of their shirts. The Nike, green. Nike the court. Green. Whatever Nike court is doing with their shirts, just, just stop it immediately. <laughs> Stop the production of all this nonsense. What what is going on? Holger, Carlos, P, Dimitrov, P Shepard, green. yeah. What and like it's like navy blue and forest green and oh, it's bad it looks look. it looks horrible. It looks so bad. Yeah, I don't I, like I, it. Either. I know. Yeah, I can't. I can't act like I'm, Holger and Carlos were both wearing the same shirt again, which I know you. Lo- that's your pet peeve too. And it's like Yonix the same thing. Stan Wawrinka is playing Casper Rude, and it's like they're playing wearing the exact same colorway and <sighs> shirt, and they're using this. It's just like it's. We got to be better. Than they should that. have home team, away team, at least at the very and then least. And then Herkach played somebody, and he was wearing this. It's just like all these brands. Like, can we figure out some some problems this off season? I know it's a tight window here. Yeah. But just like, come up with a decent marketing strategy to like for head to head. Yeah, for head to heads. At the very just limit. At the very minimum, head to heads. Do not bring two guys. In the same kit. Yeah, what was like, the one in Tokyo too did, with Quan and um? I feel like they, they looked like twins. Yes, have these guys not ever played video game in video games? Like when you like when the guys shoot up, the graphic shoots up, and they spin around. Like, why would you want like when you're picking an NFL team? Do you want both caricatures repping the same uniform? It's yeah. like, what are we doing out here? It's the no fun league. It, yeah, what what is that? I could go, I could go on a tangent about this every week because it just boils my blood every time I think about it. Like. That these people are just like, yeah, go out there, wear the same kit. Like, you'll look great. Like, the, the fans will know exactly who they want to root for by the names. Like, well, I know. And the thing is, like, the, the when you're a kid, it's like, I want to root for the guy in the blue. I want yeah. to for the guy in the green. Well, like, curious, like, I don't, I'm not the t shirt with the basketball jersey of a top, but at least it's different. It's just different <laughs> yeah. than what everybody else is doing. It's just, yeah, at least curious. Like, he's yeah. got some personality. Some, exactly. Like, he has, I, I promise these guys aren't that boring that they yeah. all want to wear the same clothes. Like, we 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 know this is just like it's it's just some laziness going Honestly, on. Honestly, that's why I like Tommy Paul because he wears the Holstein shorts and New Balance. <laughs> that's why he got my attention because it's like oh he doesn't look like the clone. So non-player character tennis video game guy. <laughs> 
So we obviously this is something that we're continue to we're just gonna put it out there for you guys. Does anybody else feel this way? If you guys do, drop us a comment. I want to know if I'm like just sounding like an old guy on his yeah, like, if you rocking like, chair. If you guys like the everyone wearing you, the same stuff, let us know. Let us know if you like it because I'll stop the tangent. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with it's you guys. Fault. And it's probably my fault. I'll suck them to the to the majority here. <laughs> um, but so Shabavalov into his fourth straight. He's been to the quarterfinal or or deeper in each of the last four tournaments, starting in Seoul, Tokyo, Stockholm, and now Erste Open in Vienna. Incredible finish to the season for Shapovalov, who had lost form for the majority of the year. He's yeah. now twenty eight and twenty two for the season, where I feel like he was, I think he was fighting to be five hundred for up until the last month and a half or so. Oh, dude, and you're right. Usually, like I pull for the guy that has the hardest draw, but he went through Fritz. And then Daniel Evans, and then Chor Borna. Yep, that's like a, that's rough. That that's an insane draw. Yeah, it is. First, and the first match was was a ton of fun. Yeah, I mean, shout to Gruskin for calling that out. He kind of sniffed out the the uh, Shapovalov run going on here. We we kind of went through this whole draw on this Tuesday's podcast, and I didn't know if Shapovalov could. I mean, he he obviously turned a corner here a bit, but for him to kind of solidify the, that run that he had gone on the last few weeks and double down on it here and. It's it's been impressive. Now he'll be in the he'll finish this season in the top twenty. Likely it looks like big end of the well, year for him. That's what I because I was like, Medi's got Medi's got this final right, and you're like, no, no, Shabal is hot right now. I I thought yeah, and I no th- th- that was today we we're talking about that today. I think you, you think it's going to be quick and two, but Shabal has the firepower, has the weaponry, the backhand is 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 looks athletic again, and it looks like he's not spraying. He's he's using it. It looks a lot steadier. He's just playing smarter, and he's not so erratic. I mean, like, yeah. for Shapovalov, the whole thing for him was, like, just erratic behavior off both groundies. Like, whether it was the forehand just spraying, randomly spraying one, where he, like, remember when we watched J.J. Wolf hit right through him on both wings? Yeah, that's what, like... Like, like in the, straight sets? When you said Shapovalov is hot this week, I just, like, what? Is that the it's, same yeah, guy that we're talking about? That's, like, but this I, is, that's tennis. Like, tennis is yeah. so weird. It's such a weird sport. Like, I was, we were so confident that Wolf had a great matchup against Shapovalov, I think that was four or five months ago. And then he Wolf played him again. Him, yeah. And now it's Shapovalov's the, the same guy, and he's we're talking about him in a whole different manner. Yes, yeah. and he's but now he's a guy that I expect him to take a set, or at least push to a breaker on a couple sets with, against Medvedev. It's like his the serves there. He's just moves so well. He's a freak athlete. I thought I'm honestly I thought Borno have him, but that backhand six zero six zero in the bagel. second. You the, can't get bagged, Borna. Come on. That backhand is not hitting down the line like it did against Nadal. Like he's it looks spraying. I mean, it's just like it's not finishing. It, but yeah, it, it's not. It's not. He's not finishing as as rapid and violent as he was. But he's also it's like violent, the, the yeah. extension. The extension with the left hand, like he was leaning into shots with his shoulders in Cincinnati and just lunging at like. And it was violent. Pushing into the like wall. you said, it, it, it was, came off violent. It was violent. Yeah. It was a slash. It was, was a huge. slash. He was hitting one twenty seven on the serve and then flat line all day just yep. ripping like, yep. he wasn't even hitting patterns he was just so confident at that time he was just if he saw an opening he was taking it so how does that okay how do you hit that explosive in, in a month two months go by and now you you're like claw hammered and just can't you can't even hit the ball down i mean it's a complete like the backhand's bad now it's it, I relatively, you, I relatively speaking I, I i don't i don't disagree that it, it went from a level that was I thought George was going to lose to Hallis in that very first yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, you did. That was a, he had a grind through that. Three, match. yeah, it was three sets. He three lost sets. six three in the first set, and it, the backhand looked terrible yep. then. I was like, I, I think so. I think some of it's, I'd have to say, some of it's confidence. Um, I think some of it's because it, he has pressure now. Like he was playing in Cincinnati with no pressure. He was outside the top one hundred. He was not going to be seated at the U.S. Open. All, all of a sudden, 
obviously he got like 20 AC when he went to the US Open from winning Masters 1000. But I mean, there's a little bit of pressure that comes back once people are like, oh, Borner's back. He's the guy that we thought he was going to be five, four or five years ago. Um, now I think, he's dialing it back, trying to just make I, balls. I don't, I, I don't know where the, where the tentative comes from. The tentativeness comes from because he just had so much success swinging out on the ball. Yeah, he ripped through Felix in Cincinnati. Uh, same with stuff. Uh, he beat City Poss in the same man, like way, and I, you would think Felix would just his confidence, would, or sorry, uh, Borna's confidence would just continue to grow, and he would kind of grow into that ball striking aggressive style that he had. So for some reason, it's he seems to have just tempered those. Um, the aggressiveness I, uh, yeah. of everything, though. The serve doesn't look as poppy either. He's not, like, he was averaging, I think, 127 on first serves yeah. in Cincinnati and, like, 114 on second serves. I think I remember seeing, like, the graphic on the TV. I'm like, that's ridiculous. And exploding the backhand. The yeah. backhand was such a weapon. I just wanted to buy a Wilson Ultra. I was so <laughs> pumped about it. You him, were like, all in on Because I was just like, what Borda is Borda sold you a Wilson Ultra. Oh, I was like, I'm, I'm the there. <laughs> I'm buying that. I was like, that thing's a weapon. You were all in because you saw Quartz ripping like, that look thing. Look at that. And it, you were his. You were on the wagon. Now now you have to kind now of. Now I'm just like, like no, nope, going in, back to Radical. Heading into 2023. <laughs> <laughs> heading into 2023, you're going to have to see where your top five guys are because I know he was in there he was. for a second. Well, he, my kids loved him because he won Cincinnati. So we were we're following every match he played. And it's just, I, I've noticed the backhand doesn't look as explosive. It's not as, it's not as punchy. Like he's not, not as violent. Yeah, he's not punching through the ball with, with the left hand and. It looks too tight to his. Everything looks too close to his body. I don't know. So, and, and I think he'll still be a top 30, 40 guy, but he doesn't. He looks like he hit. He kind of plateaued. I don't know if he has another jump to make inside the top twenty again. I don't know if he has that in him. Do you? I mean, he has to get that backhand back. Yep, exactly. And if it comes back, I mean, maybe it does, but he, it, yeah, he's just got because he's not like a crispy like player in the front court he's not like the smoothest best hand but he needs to get that human growth hormone that they were they were pushing over there (laughs) bring that back get that back in the system so today you got you got rune in in straights and you have medi in straights straights. yeah i'll take shapovalov i i can't pick with you i i i I can't yeah give me shapovalov to go i think two or three let's go give me dennis six four Six seven. Ooh, going three. Six four six seven six, seven five. So seven, right, five. And, and and if anybody disagrees with all of our bad picks, and or if they're mad because their booking agent is mad and wants some money, we're apologizing ahead of time. So, <laughs> I got to get your thoughts on this. I put out a tweet yesterday. <laughs> okay. Who is who, for for you? I'll, the basketball. I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll, the basketball <laughs> one's good. The basketball one, that was my favorite post of the year. Not gonna lie, I had the most fun with that one. I like that. We'll talk about. We'll discuss. Why do you only get eight dollars to spend? No, fifteen. You get fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So I put out a tweet, and I'm getting some feedback now. That's a good shout out. So people are coming. The breakout players of the year. Mm-hmm. Who would be your guy right now? Right off the cuff, man, that's a rough one because I would want—I would say something obscure like breakout. Breakout would probably be if you're talking about the top twenty, Holger Rune. Yep. Because no one knew him. He's 103. But if you're talking about top 100, I'd say JJ Wolf. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I put both of those guys in yep. the same like they're in the same conversation, but they're different breakout. Like, um, I don't know. Like, are we, are we talking are we, top ten? Or are we no, talking? No, top this 20? it's a hard question because I didn't give you much many parameters. I was just talking about on the tour in general, but for me, for sure, my mind went to but Holger Rune. Shelton. I mean, like you could say you could put him in there. So uh, Twitter feedback, 
tennis Twitter's undefeated. So they got they came back at me this morning. <laughs> Jack Draper deserves a shout out. I didn't I failed to mention him. And Francisco Serendolo is another guy that's uh definitely worth I mean, mentioning. Total breakout into the tour, yeah. Right. So my my list right now, I think Holger has to be the first guy. I think what he did from one oh three now down to eighteen. Yep. He's got a chance for a third title this year. He's like he did everything he he said he was going to, but he just did it in a manner that was it was pretty dominant for nineteen. So I think he's he's my number one pick. What for, Car- Carlos did, Carlos Alcaraz first going slam, to, yeah. going from number thirty three at the beginning of this season to number one. That's definitely a, worth a shout out. And then, like you just said, JJ Wolf. I mean, that's a joke. From two ten in the world to fifty six, that's the like to get from that deep to two ten into the fifty or sixty range. It's a huge jump, and now he's going to get automatic bids into all the all the big events without having to go through qualifying. And so. not have the pressure of going through the qualifying, not have to like wear and tear on your legs. Exactly. Like he's going to be more dangerous. But I agree. Jack Draper from 265 to 45 and counting. That's shout out to this uh, new CFC on Twitter. It's a good nug. Um, and Cerndello is another guy that I think has had a very impressive year. So love having the Twitter interactions. The thing that Joe was talking about, guys, check out Tennis Point USA on Instagram. We did a fun basketball starting five Get fifteen dollars, draft your own team for ATP tour players. Fun to see the guys in the comments: Tiafo, Shelton, Opelka, Fritz, all those guys in there. Kind of, uh, I guess I rated Tiafo too high. I don't know if he's got a broken jump shot or if he's just not a hooper. But I know he's been wearing all NBA jerseys. Well, you, like, you gave Schwartzman thirty too, and like you've never seen him do the crossover. He, he, he's like Iverson, <laughs> dude. He's like a, he's a ball. He's a ball hawk. <laughs> You were pissed when I had Diego Schwartzman for twenty five cents. That and you were like, "Wait, why is Diego twenty five cents?" Like Argentinians love basketball, man. Dude, These guys are big move, hoopers. He can move the hoop. He can. He, he knows, <laughs> he's got great court presence. You can see that he sees spots. He sees no. He has to see spots because he's he can't barely shoot with the net. Um, so Diego Schwartzman five foot five, Yoshi Nishioka five foot five. Uh, I also had Baez five foot five. Yeah, I saw. And I put Brooksby in there because I just don't see Brooksby being a hooper, bro. No offense. I don't I either. Lo- Jensen, I love you. You're you're one of my you're one he of the guys. He needs to work on that left hand. I don't left think hand, he has left, left hand layup. There's no way he's hit. dude. If you gave <laughs> Jensen Brooksby ten tries, he has to dribble the ball with his left hand and go shoot a left hand layup off the right foot, bank shot. I don't know if Brooksby's doing it. No, <laughs> no, and he doesn't have a he doesn't have a. I, I don't see him having a clutch three. No, <laughs> Jensen definitely doesn't have the three ball under his name in 2K. There's no chance. I, I'll i pay money to see Jensen Brooksby shoot, shoot a jump shot, though. <laughs> we're not we're not trolling. We're just – this is just, No, it's just true. This is, this is just got true. got $15 right dollars to spend. You got to pick your basketball team. <laughs> so, real quick, uh, we, since we got the YouTube channel rolling, I'm going to see if yeah, I – Yeah, don't you have to sell some gear, too? We probably should. We, that's Battle probably, up your probably drive. a good idea. So – you guys can see the graphic. It's one of these numbers right here where you guys got the whole grid out here. For five bucks, you can buy Nick Curios. That's that's you got to take it. You got to take Tommy Paul as your as your uh, shooting guard for four bucks. Oh, absolutely. You got to take. Give me JJ Wolf for two dollars. That's eleven bucks. I got four uh, more dollars to spend. I don't give, know. I put I put Fritz above JJ Wolf. Well, he's four dollars. I don't have that kind of budget. Oh, right, right. When you can throw in your twenty-five cent, dude. That's Tommy Schwartzman. <laughs> Shorts man. So my team <laughs> running the point. I got Keegs, Tommy Paul, Chris Eubanks, Wolf, and Sasha Zverev. Sasha's a steal. Sasha Zverev. That's for, a good for yeah. a dollar at six six to get Power some length forward. on the defensive end. Sheesh. <laughs> Rebounds. Get it. Get it and run, baby. Run and gun, baby. Um, no, I think the let. So we can shout. I think. I think we got to shout out Tennis Point USA. So check out Tennis Points. All the best deals. Use code Boo for the Halloween smash 
deals. Um, bunch of cool outerwear for the fall. You guys can check out. And I would say our top ten rackets video should drop this week. Super excited about that. We had a ton of fun recording. Top ten shoes too, right? Top ten shoes is. It will not be released for probably two weeks, but oh, it's gonna. Oh, it, it'll be, no, you're good. It'll be shot here shortly. Um, and I head out to San Diego on Tuesday to go watch the ITA Fall Nationals. So I'm stoked about that. That's it's gonna, the. The courts all by the highway too. Yeah, Barn Center, right Hell, on the highway. Heck yeah! That, that <laughs> you remember you remember that tournament very well. I remember oh, you, you texted. All me. I heard were cars, <laughs> just the whole time. Just so, as you're trying to serve the whole every single match, you hear the, um, the semi trucks like. I'm dying, dude. I, so I actually told traffic to hold up for, uh, Ooh, for nice. November first and November fourth. I told traffic that they would have to yeah, direct them to another route. I think they should. That's so we'll, we'll be all right. In you that have regard. that. You have that kind of power. <laughs> I told the IT, I was like, just get me on the court. I I don't want to film from behind a fence. I don't want to film from like eye level. Just get me a little bit elevated. And when he jumps the fence, good. don't kick him out of the tournament because he. he, he <laughs> I'm gonna jump. The he's fence, gonna man. do it. I'm going to. I'm getting in there. It's all about the content. It's all about the numbers. So. Yes. Check out Tennis Point on TikTok as well. It's we're, we're, That's where a lot of this action will be posted on there. Um, but as far as the latest equipment, I would say the new Radical. New, I know you have the, the one that's out right now. But they got the brown. This is brown now, right? Brown? I thought it was like Fritz, on the new one. Fritz has the that, has a Radical where this, I'm is, colorblind. this, is, this is brown. Not brown. It's navy. Or it's like red. It looks like the prestige color. Right here. Now you're making me doubt everything I thought in life because I thought it was like maybe it's navy. It looks like Laver Cup edition. It type looks rackets. sweet though. It does. So new radical coming out. I had actually just brought those over and some samples, and I'm excited to test those out. And are there the new balance, the the lav to the new colorway that Tommy Paul's Ooh. wearing? Are those coming out? Soon? Yes, fresh from lav. Those twos. are sweet. The new balance. So last like, thing I want to shout out actually for social media stuff was did, did you see what we did with the, when the foot doctor came in town this past week? Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Good that, stuff. A lot of information about shoes. I didn't realize that got, all that stuff exists. Exactly. So if you guys are people that need to know more and stuff on like what shoes are best for what style of what style of play, sliding on your, your inside like, of your foot, sliding on yeah, all that type of stuff. Check out Tennis Point social media, Instagram. We have on in the highlight section. We've highlighted all the Q and A's that came in from fans, and then he'll be dropping his top ten shoes of the year or top five, which was cool to film it with him and. I mean, Zach knows so much about this stuff. He played tennis himself, and he's a he's a uh, podiatrist. So he's, he runs his own practice out of Pittsburgh. He's actually him and his him and his wife, and it's super cool. I mean, he just has this passion for um, how the foot responds to different footwear, whether it's basketball or tennis. He's got a great following. It's like ninety thousand subs on uh, YouTube, and he just has a way of delivering the information in a pretty cool way. And it was cool to hear him kind of nerd out on all of the the questions that came in and. Um, I think what he said that stood out to me most was how highly he thinks of New Balance is probably the biggest and best player in the market right now. He thinks very highly of Diodora, the Blue Shield um, and the Tornio. He's a massive proponent of both. The Lotto Raptor. Those three nice. shoes are his top. Like, like, and I, I'm like, come on. Like, you know Nike and Adidas are, are the ones that are selling to our competitive uh, high-performance market. Like, what, what can you and he's, and he's he's like no like these are what you should wear like these are the, like if you want to get the most out of your shoe you want comfort you want something that feels stable um this is and he actually coco's shoe was his true number one i, I guess it's just a spoiler but it won't be in his number one for the video because they're not in stock at anywhere really but 
that Coco shoe was his number one shoe, which was I mean, very interesting. New Balance is just doing, honestly, with the... I, I, those just, new Coco colorways, too. I mean, stop it. Those are beautiful. Yeah, those are great. And they're like, they're, they're I mean, I, I, I'll wear them, too. I mean, they're not... You love them, too. Yeah. Oh, and the thing with, like, the... They're unisex. I mean, they're, they're, I don't think they're, the colorways are... Their whole site's unisex, which I'm... That's, whatever. That's cool. But that's how they do it. Like, the... I, I, I didn't even know that. All the clothes, too. But the, the shoes, I'll just say, from the running perspective, they're just... They look like they give you support. They're big, but they're so light. That's, so it's yeah. just... They just feel like you're wearing air. And I just think from tennis, I, I like a really light shoe. I do, too. In the, and I know you do. Yep. The New Balance, it just it. I know I mean, it doesn't say that because I, I I wear barricades out there, but that's I, sometimes you wear what you're given. Yeah. But uh, definitely prefer a lighter shoe that. But I don't like to give up stability and kind of that. You obviously not gonna get the same durability when you go with a lighter shoe, but yeah, I want to feel like the lockdown, and I feel like I'm, I want to feel like I'm secured. I yeah. like I like a higher heel counter. I like the tongue, the, the tie down tongue, the the one piece tongue. I don't like the tongue slippage that goes from side to side. Yep. So there's a few things that I have to have in my tennis shoe that like I won't, um, like I won't go with anything else. But I definitely want it to be like you're kind of describing an Asics shoe, and that's kind of how I've always gone. I I, I do love the Asics. Me too. But now New Balance has got me interested. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna it. try them. I tried the Adidas last year. I I did. I I like. I mean, they weren't bad. My just, foot's not. I have a I have a high arch. I don't. It, something with them with, yeah. for me. I think my foot wasn't just. They, they're kind of pointier in the top. Too, yeah, it's a, it, it, for like a different it, size if, foot or shaped foot. I agree. Um. So, but check out what what's to come on that end, guys. He had a ton of cool questions coming from fans, and um, that was fun. But last stuff we, we want to headline real quick. WTA Finals, I'm not oh, sure because yeah. I'll be traveling. I don't know if we'll be back in the booth until that's over. But pretty awesome group of eight that are in Fort Worth, Texas right now. And I really like this, this the content that they came out of that the other day. With they, all, It's like a pageantry almost where they have like all, they're all done up. Prom and, dresses. Yeah, like prom dresses and do a cool photo shoot and hype it up. It's like a little mini Met Gala. So that was cool to see. And um, the draw is loaded. I mean, so it, you have two groups where I guess that you, so you have to compete in like a – is it like a round? Looks like World What's Cup. It? Like there's a Group One, Group Two. Group One um, had Iga, Coco. I'm trying to find it. We were talking Caroline about Caroline Garcia, Daria Garcia. Kasikina. Yep. And then Group Two was Anzabird, JPEG, Sablanka, Sakari, and uh, yeah, Arena. Yeah. So I don't really know. Like this is. So they play like a round robin and all, and then you get out of your group stage, and yeah. then you go into like a just a like a semifinal final. That's. I think it's cool. I, I really like it. Uh, this is my first time kind of covering and tuning into the F- WTA Finals. Um, I mean, I've obviously watched matches here and there, but I have not been as uh, in tuned as I am now. I think it's real quick. Give me your prediction from the from the first. Who do you got from the first group? Uh, Iga. I think that's the with right pick. Maybe she's, Garcia. She's got twice the amount of points of world number two on Zuber. Yeah. 10,000 to like 4,000 last time I looked. It was So you got Iga out of the top. I'll put Garcia as the question mark because okay. I think that she could beat her if she, you know, and down um, in the bottom, I'm probably going to go Sablanca. I like it. I like it. Can she find the court with her second serve is the, is the question. That's the thing. Yeah, if that's not clicking, she's kind of. I really think this is something that usually when I don't say these things, I regret them because I, I'm usually like, why did I say that when I was feeling that? Sabalenka seems to have embraced, like, her career, herself, her her faults, her what she's. I don't know, her whole 
aura on the court and on social media has seems to just have taken a turn. Like she just looks much more comfortable. If you can check out her TikTok or whatever, it's like she's just coming out of her shell. And I know she's 23 years old, so it makes sense that she was I mean, she was young and now she's probably knows what she is and what she wants to go chase. And like that all comes into play when you're that age. But she just seems to come into her own shoes and looks very comfortable. And I think that is just worth noting because she got interviewed about her second serve, um, whatever you want to call them, issues. And she was just like, I think my coach is here somewhere. And it's just like that fun interaction. Like she's she's not taking it too personal where she could have just snapped on the media and like, you know, I'm in the WTA finals or whatever. Like, um, why am I getting questioned about this stuff? I'm still a top eight player in the world. But she's just having just having fun with it. And I think that's dangerous because she's one of the most talented women in the, in the game for sure. Well, and the, and the thing Huge with the, hitter. In the, uh, the bottom bracket, obviously, I mean – Half that's the, a load. That's a loaded four, though. Come on, they I mean, just, Ange, oh yeah, JPEG, Sakari, and Sakari's finally looking like Maria Sakari. Yeah, exactly. But she just got in because if she didn't win that turn or get into the finals in yep. uh, Guadalajara, then I think it was going to be Daniel Collins. So that was the maiden Guadalajara Open for a Masters 1000. First year they ever had that. Really, pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I guess that that came out of they took a Masters 1000 out of China, and I think that's they put it in Guadalajara. So. The Mexicans, they, de- they deserve that. That's yeah, they awesome. do. That, that's electric. Like The fans there are amazing. Acapulco, I can say the same. I think that's one of the tournaments I've mentioned on this podcast is being top of my list of where I want to go. Yeah, me too. And Pagula obviously just beat Sakari. That's right. That JPEG, was a yeah, And she's and playing out of her head. So JPEG is out of her head. I just went to Blanca because I feel like that that first serve is got in a different, different category. That's – no – with WTA Finals, guys, tune into the action. Fort Worth, Texas. Continue to put on the show. I think this is my favorite podcast we've ever done, man. I'm I not gonna so lie. Look, like, we went. Like, the music's already kicking in. They want it. They want us to. They're they're, they're uh, saying that we got to peace out because we we. I got a match. We nailed it. We nailed it. <laughs> Had a ton of fun out there, guys. With you and appreciate you guys for tuning in. Give us some love. Show us some comments. Drop us a subscri- subscription. Have a great Sunday, and we will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Best podcast. Of our career. <laughs> no doubt. I swear, I felt a new. That was the most